beyond a few mentions about all the stuff I was holding on to, Tom never really said anything to me about all of this clutter throughout the years. Sure, he most definitely would leave the offhanded comments because we love to pick on each other. That's just kind of how it works around here. So he was never doing it in a nagging way, just in an observational, maybe slightly poking at me way. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you hang on to so much stuff. I've moved so many times and he said, I just realized there was so much stuff I never used. Or, oh my gosh, your side of the closet drives me crazy. All the hangers are overlapping. I can't even look over there. <laughs> my closet used to be a total mess. Um, admittedly, the the hangers would overlap. There was no coordination to any of it. I would just spend my morning flipping through hanger after hanger trying to find what I was looking for. But those were just a few of the things that he would say to me. But again, he did so in a lighthearted, joking way and always just let me be exactly as I was. Hey there, I'm Renee, a former shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke and burnt out to debt-free minimalist. Learning to simplify every area of my life, both inside and out, saved my marriage, gave me the time back to live my life how I wanted to, and allowed me to love myself like never before. Looking back, the only thing I wish I had had was a friend to share the journey with me. That is my hope for the Unstuffed Podcast. This is a place where you can shake off the need to people please and show up as your authentic self, even if you're still wearing yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if your house is a mess. Let's keep this simple. Life is complicated enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. This is your quick, friendly reminder before we dive into today's episode that if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take two seconds to leave a review and a heartfelt comment because I not only love reading them, but I would love to share more of your reviews with you before each episode. All right, with that said, let's dive into today's topic, which is how do I make my spouse declutter? This is one of the top questions or comments that I hear from people the most. I would be more minimalist, but my husband hangs on to everything. I can't declutter because my wife doesn't want to. Now, I hear you and I totally get it. You are sharing your life with a person and you are sharing your home with that person. So it's kind of hard to create a simple home when they might be mini hoarders, correct? First of all, I have to preface this by saying I'm a raging bitch. Not even though I'm just kidding. I am just a woman who is not afraid to speak my mind. This is largely due to the fact that I got so sick of holding my tongue for so long. That's part of why I just let loose on the whole cussing thing too. I have been in relationships where the other person comes home, strips off all their dirty clothes, leaves a trail throughout the house, and doesn't even consider picking them up. Now, my belief with this is that no one should ever feel like the only grown-up in a house. There should 100% be a mutual respect for caring for the home, even if one of you is home all day. I am not a woman who just sits around loving the idea of maintaining my home. 
That's why I'm a minimalist, okay? Because I freaking hate cleaning. I mean, there are a lot of reasons we chose to downsize, but the amount of time it took to clean is one of the top. You deserve to be respected in your home and being with a person who completely tramples you and or disregards your efforts is not okay. This is a tricky topic to tackle when making it clear that I don't think you were made to be a human doormat, but I'm going to try. So I'm glad I got that out of the way. After that, what could we do to make a spouse declutter? Here is the embarrassing truth. I was the hoarder-like person when I met Tom. I had a big memory box filled with things like popped balloons and straws, and I couldn't even tell you the story behind each item because I didn't always remember. I just hung on to these things because something cool must have happened once when they were in my possession. I had planners from high school because I thought at age 40, I might want to know what homework I had on January 28th, 2003. And now that I'm 36, I can promise you I haven't thought twice about it. So, whew, I'm so glad I got rid of those 10, 12, 14 years ago, 16 years ago. It's been a while. Tom, on the other hand, basically rotated the same three outfits, kept his apartment spotless, and never really bought stuff except when we met. He bought stuff all the time. We've talked about it since. Basically, he had this obligated feeling to be my sugar daddy or he thought I was going to leave him forever. And I thought I had to be beautiful and perfect or he would leave me forever. This, my friends, is the result of two seriously wounded inner children who had their dads walk out on them. But that's a topic for another day. Hey, I want to let you in on a little secret. I am making a full-time income from home and it is due in large part to TikTok. I know TikTok has this bad rep of being this place where there's dancing videos and all of this silly stuff, but the truth is there is so much business happening on TikTok and there is so much potential, it is insane. Part of my minimalist journey was this desire to create a more slow-lived life. I loved the idea of working for myself and doing work that actually felt like it mattered. And believe it or not, TikTok has been one of the biggest gateways in allowing me to do all of those things. And of course, I want to help you figure out how it can work for you too. I am hosting a totally free TikTok training starting in September, and I would love for you to join. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to sign up. Beyond a few mentions about all the stuff I was holding on to, Tom never really said anything to me about all of this clutter throughout the years. Sure, he most definitely would leave the offhanded comments because we love to pick on each other. That's just kind of how it works around here. So he was never doing it in a nagging way, just in an observational, maybe slightly poking at me way. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you hang on to so much stuff. I've moved so many times and he said, I just realized there was so much stuff I never used. Or, oh my gosh, your side of the closet drives me crazy. All the hangers are overlapping. I can't even look over there. <laughs> my closet used to be a total mess. Um, admittedly, the, the hangers would overlap. There was no coordination to any of it. I would just spend my morning flipping through hanger after hanger, trying to find what I was looking for. But those were just a few of the things that he would say to me. But again, he did so in a lighthearted, joking way and always just let me be exactly as I was. And I did the same with him. 
Oh my gosh, you seriously need all of your hangers finger width apart? Why do you have special hangers for each different type of clothing? <laughs> Over the years, I learned to straighten up my closet and get rid of more stuff, and he learned not to be so uptight about his finger width apart rule. Why? Because for the most part, we just let the other one exist as they were. Habits rub off. If we live with someone long enough, we pick up on their habits. I picked up on his over the years and began adapting them to my life. And then we got to a point where I intentionally chose to adapt newer and better habits for myself. I started eliminating more stuff. I started working less, relaxing more, reading more, studying myself more, learning about things like meditation, mindset, minimalism, money. And he was so annoyed. Seriously, I was changing. People don't like change, especially when their spouse of, at the time, seven years, starts behaving totally differently. It freaks them out. It would freak you out too. If you are applying minimalism to your life, starting to declutter, and your spouse starts digging in their heels, sometimes just knowing that, that it's going to be expected, can be really helpful. They are merely fearing change. This is a pivotal time because they may not change with you. No matter what new venture you take on in your life, you have to know that other people, spouse included, might not come along for the journey. That doesn't mean divorce. It just might mean you're doing a little mini adventure on your own. This holds true for anything. If you took up mountain biking, which Tom has, you have to do it knowing your spouse might not be coming along for the ride quite literally in the case of mountain biking. I do not like going along for the ride. I tried a few times and sometimes I feel like going with him, but usually I leave that mountain biking trail with my heart pounding and anxiety surging through my brains while he feels totally healed from all anxiety and has a huge smile on his face. Same sport, different results. When I go to my musicals, sometimes he tags along and winces during the high notes while I wipe a tear from my eye because I'm so moved by the music. So I go to my musicals with my girlfriends, people who enjoy them with me, and he goes mountain biking alone so he can have his time. Some things we venture on, we must know our spouses won't come along with us. And I know that's tricky when your venture includes your house and your spouse is in your house. That sounded like a cat in the hat, Dr. Seuss style rhyme. But if you missed last week's episode on being neutral, it's definitely one I recommend going back and listening to. When it comes to clearing clutter in your home, try to allow this to just be your journey instead of something you feel obligated to force them into. It is so easy to go, oh, he's hanging on to so many useless tools, or does she really need that many shoes? rather than turning your eyes to your creepy porcelain doll collection that is covered in dust. By the way, I hope you don't have that creepy doll collection. It sounds like a room full of nightmares, but you feel me on the example, right? Hopefully you're picking up what I'm laying down. We so badly want to control the journey of another because it's easier than controlling our own journey. Instead, let me encourage you to allow this to just be yours. Start in your closet. Start with the cluttered areas and expired products. You can always use my list of 105 plus things to declutter to get you started. If you are the only one who is usually in the kitchen, simply make some room. 
Don't get rid of any of their things without asking. Or ask. Open up that conversation by saying, hey, I'm going to try to make some room in the cabinet so it's easier to find things. Do you use this punch bowl that your mom gave us? And if you want to be kind of sneaky, don't let them touch the item, okay? People are more likely to keep things if they handle the item themselves. It's like it becomes an additional limb or something. Okay, that's all I'm giving you. That one tiny secret. Otherwise, be honest, be open. Hopefully over time, as you continue to simplify your life, your spouse just might see the progress you've made and be willing more and more to part with their things as well. Don't book it into their area of their house like the garage or the craft room, and insist that they start making changes. Decluttering is a bigger thing than most of us realize. It's actually quite very emotional, and we carry a lot of baggage with our stuff. While you might so badly want them to experience the peace and the simplicity that you have found, the truth is you cannot force other people to get rid of stuff more than you can force them to just get over their parents leaving them or the pain that was caused from their first divorce. Some things are just not that simple. Allow this journey to be yours. Let their journey be theirs. Put the focus on yourself and what you can control. Find spiritual teachings and motivational podcasts, maybe like this one, to keep you centered and focused on your own journey. Remember, this doesn't mean they get to actively work against you, trash your house, or sidestep your feelings when it comes to maintaining the quality of your home. If that's happening, you've got bigger issues than stuff. And if you need to seek counseling, talk to a friend, or my personal favorite, get really good at hearing your own intuition. So often we don't realize that the decisions we are making are based on our own limiting beliefs. And the more you can tune into that ish intuition of yours, the better chance you stand of making aligned decisions for the rest of your life. I hate to break it to you, but at the end of the day, we are in control of no one but ourselves. How we respond, what we declutter, everything. The longer you trick yourself into thinking that you have any say over who they are or how they behave is the longer that you will put off getting in deeper contact with yourself. This is a question I get so asked so much, and I get 100% why. But at the end of the day, with any time that we are feeling frustrated or overwhelmed by another person, it is so important to remember that we are 100% not capable of being in control of who they are or what they do. And the faster we can allow ourselves to do that, the faster we can allow ourselves to align with and connect to our journey and our bigger purpose for showing up here on this earth. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the Unstuffed podcast today. And don't think that the party ends here. You can always check the show notes for the latest goodies and freebies that are always available to you. And don't forget, I love hearing from you guys. If you are enjoying the Unstuffed podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review so that I can hear from you too. Until next time, take a deep breath, let go of anything that has been slowing you down, and I will see you here next week.